Hello and welcome to Cody and Corbin Have a Podcast, the show where two roommates, and they were roommates. Corbin and Cody, give their unfiltered opinion on one movie every week. This week on the show, we're going to be talking about Gone Girl. As you all know, my wife disappeared three days ago. Amy lost a lot of blood in there, and then somebody mopped it up. Why do they mop up the blood if they're trying to stage a crime scene? Where's your wife, Nick? You need to tell me. Whatever they found, I think it's safe to assume that it's very bad. Yes, sir. So as always, I'm your host, Corbin Zavokal. And I'm the co-host, Cody Webb. Alright, awesome. So I think it's good to get started about why we chose this movie yeah. uh, this week. So maybe you want to get into the story behind it? <laughs> oh yeah, it's not a crazy story. So basically, um, Corbin's been hounding me to watch this movie for a long time. And we've been talking about doing a podcast about movies uh, since probably the beginning of the semester as well. So we thought, why not just combine the two? watch Gone Girl, and then, you know, start our podcast over it, so. Yeah, so I think the plan is we're just basically each going to go back and forth, picking a movie, and then talking about it, doing some category segment type thing. Yeah, I think to start, uh, we're doing a thing where we're getting the other person to watch a movie that they haven't seen before that we really like, but then after that, I think we might go into uh, more, like, controversial opinions between us on movies. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, for sure. The coming one episodes, of us likes... Yeah, the coming episodes may be a little bit more feisty uh, than this one is. Yeah, because, I mean, we both like Fincher, um, obviously the director of this yeah, movie. I mean, he's obviously a good director. But uh, you just were, you refused to watch this movie, basically. <laughs> Every time I would ask, you refuse, so... Yeah, I, I don't know. I missed, I missed, like, the in-between point when this movie came out, I think. I think um, I didn't really start going into theaters that much, and then it, it got onto Hulu, which I didn't have for a long time. So it was just bad timing all around. Yeah, got you my Hulu account. And this <laughs> yeah. movie came out in 2014. It's right. a rated R movie in 2014. We were both... Our parents uh, were a little strict. Yeah, and... I probably could have seen it. Dude. <laughs> but I, I think I've seen this movie about three times. But definitely um, right. looking forward to talking to you about it. Um, so basically, just a quick summary of the plot. Basically, Ben Affleck and uh, Rosamund Pike's characters, they're married, but she's a psycho. And... She tries yeah. to frame him for his murder. Um, if you haven't seen the movie, it's very interesting, actually. The first, I'd say, hour, um, I actually really like the pacing. Usually in the movie, um, like the opening credits, it rolls on for 10 minutes, like just some random song, some random like visuals. But I think the intro was like 30 seconds. The music was like banging. It was like a, like a techno beat. It was going so fast. And then it went right into it. And then the hour mark where it's revealed... Um, Roseman Pike. Yeah. See, that's what I was actually going to ask you real quick. Uh-huh. Is did you see that? Did you think he killed her? Like, because I feel like it kind of does a good job of not revealing. So, were you? What did you think was happening? Yeah, no, I. I mean, I. I thought he killed her for a while. I think this is sort of a good murder mystery. I haven't seen a good murder mystery in a while. I think this and Knives Out are probably the classic equivalent to that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I didn't know what was going on because I mean, as the story builds, you really think like he's looking worse and worse. The thing that got me was when he smiled in front of her picture. <laughs> I wanted to talk about the smile. Yeah, That's somebody, a... somebody was like, smile. And I was like, why would you smile when your wife's missing? And he did that creepy smile. <laughs> and obviously they're going to flash that like everyone on the news because like that is the definition of a sociopath, I think. Yeah, like he doesn't have any emotion. And another thing was the, the opening line of the movie. I don't know if you remember, but he's like, oh yeah, it's Ben Affleck doing a monologue. And he's like, I just wish I could smash your head open. To get inside and hear her thoughts. When I think of my wife, I always think of her head. I picture cracking her lovely skull 
unspooling her brains, trying to get answers. The primal questions of any marriage. What are you thinking? How are you feeling? What have we done to each other? So it's like, so it's like it already sets him up as like this creepy dude. Yeah, that, that first line I remember was just like, what did he just say? Like, yeah. what did he say? But, <laughs> but yeah, I did like the first hour. Then after that, um, the plot, I feel like it got more confusing. Mm. But the whole thing with she left stuff in the shed, I thought that was good. But then, like, directly after that, they go right into her her being robbed by, like, these redneck hobos. And then it just got... Like out of control after that, I thought. I actually have some problems with the shed stuff, but we can get into that in a little bit. Okay. Um, this movie's kind of funny though. Like, there's some. I think especially his sister um, Margot. I think she's got some like hilarious lines. Um, there's the, the they're at the bar and he's talking about what like what to get her for the anniversary, and <laughs> she's like, "What's the gift for um, for the fifth year anniversary?" And he's like, "Wood." And she's like, "Okay." Just fuck the shit out of her and uh, yeah. slap her with your dick and be like, "There's some wood for you, bitch." <laughs> I think that was pretty funny. And then later, she's he's having he has the affair and he's like, "Oh, boohoo!" So you just went and fucked a teenager when you're having marital problems. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I thought she was extremely funny. I thought that first scene with her was actually kind of crap, which I'll talk about later. Um, and like uh, best and worst performances, because I actually really liked whoever. I don't even know who um, who the actress is who plays his sister. Some unknown. <laughs> From my standpoint, Carrie Coon. Carrie Coon plays okay. Margot Dunn. I actually really liked her in this movie. She's in a. She plays Proxima Midnight in the Avengers movies, which is kind of a weird. Huh. I would never guess that. Yeah, I mean, I she, she's like and she's lines. in the post as well with uh, Tom Hanks on the street. But I don't know. But yeah, I think I thought that first scene with her, I was like, I'm gonna hate this chick. Like she's gonna be terrible in this because I don't know. That was kind of just an out of left field line. I feel like just to try to establish her. I didn't really think it was funny, but that's fair. Fair enough. The line that I thought was really funny was um, the blood type joke, where um, like right when she goes missing, they're, <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. like doing. It's not an interrogation; they're just asking like Ben Affleck about about his wife, and uh, the, the girl in the text is like, "You don't know your your uh, wife's blood type." Ben Affleck, no. And then he leaves, and the other cops are there. He's like, "Am I supposed to know my wife's blood type?" She's like, "Hell no." Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was that's good. pretty good. But yeah, I like how they did mix comedy and drama, which is hard to do. And I think that's what Fincher, um, you know, is capable of doing some of his best work. In yeah, it kind of juxtaposes yeah. like some of that dark comedy because this is a very dark, a movie. dark, messed up movie. I don't know how you know he thought of even to write some of this stuff. But I mean, there are still some funny parts, which is which is uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit ironic. Absolutely. Um, any other initial thoughts before we get into our first uh, category? Um, no, I'm talking. Talk All about right. Things. So the very first card we're gonna start off with: stupidest part of the movie. You stupid. <laughs> Starting with that. It's uh, a great. Place I'll let to you start. take it away. What do you think? Oh, dumbest man. part of this movie. Okay. Well, yeah, just just like an intro to myself, I think I'm a bit of a narcissist. So when I wa- when I watch movies, I, I sort of I feel like I hone in on some of the negative things. Like, wow, that was dumb. Um, but yeah, this movie, like I said, the first hour I loved. Um, it is long. I'd say the it's last like a two and a half hour movie. Yeah, the first hour is great. The second hour is it's good. The last half hour, absolute piss. Um, <laughs> I can't stand the ending of this movie, dude. First of all, I want to say it's a great plan from 
you know, Amy, whatever. What Rosemond Pike. I'm just gonna call her Rosemond Pike. Amy Dune. Yeah, because Amy, Amy's my mom's name. That that makes me feel weird. <laughs> Rosemond Pike, great plan. First hour, beautiful. Um, the problem with the second hour that I do have a little bit is she just randomly gets robbed by some hobos, which, which, um, what's it called in uh, crap, crap, crap? It's called uh, ex machina. So an ex machina is something like just to push the story forward to where the characters need to meet up again or whatever. That's definitely, I mean, she was good. She was literally golden. If she just keeps driving down to another motel, she's gone. She'll never come back. Ben Affleck is going to jail. There's no way to win that case, even though Tyler Perry is a great lawyer. But there was no need for her to come back. And then when she does come back, uh, well, I mean, she did murder a guy in between, but we'll skip over that for now. She does come back, and Ben Affleck stays with her for no logical reason other than, oh, the media is going to come after you. Dude, just tell your story. Dude, like, even the cop at the end was interrogating her, and the FBI was like, hey, wh- why are you asking her all these questions, dude? She's been through so much. She's got blood all over her. Yeah. Like, she, that girl cop, she's making good points. Like, um, what was the thing that didn't add up? Uh, there was something that Well, she, she was like, how'd she get a knife if she's tied up the whole time? No, that wasn't it. It was something else with the, um, mm, I don't remember. I'll have to think about that. But yeah, I mean, why in the world would he stay with her? Give me a good reason for that. I mean, I don't know. She's, she, I mean, she's probably just gonna murder. <laughs> I would be terrified. But what? What? Basically, what? I the, mean, yeah, what they're just saying ruining is, his life. Basically, is what would happen. At the end, his sister says, "You still love her, though," and I feel like that's the excuse that they gave us. Yeah, which to know. me <laughs> makes no sense. It, this chick is insane, dude. She's I, really ruining his life. I agree. Like she plans everything out super thoroughly. Which it's because she deviates from her plan because she was going to kill herself. Then she deviates from her plan and then she gets caught up with the hobos. And She was on her way to leave. Like, she was wiping everything down. She just didn't leave quick enough. So She just stuck around and played mini golf for a week. Well, she shouldn't have even, like, talked to these people. Yeah, I don't know what she was doing. One thing I had was, like, I feel like they weren't going to get a conviction if they didn't find her body. So I don't think... Was she going to leave clues to her body or... Because I don't see how they get it, like... Yeah, okay, it maybe looks like he killed her, but they don't have any substantial, like, physical evidence. So yeah. I, don't, I don't think he actually gets, you know, tried and convicted. I think he does, because um, they found what they thought was the murder weapon. And yeah, that's true. I mean, once you have that, a body. his fingerprints weren't even probably on it, because he'd never... Well, he burned it, but blood doesn't He didn't, off. she burned it, but right. I don't know. But, I mean, that's what they would say. I think you put that dude in front of a jury, he's going to get convicted. I had a... One other thing, it was we, kind of weird in the beginning, like, his sister didn't know when their anniversary was. She was like, oh, wow, it's your fifth anniversary? That's crazy. That's just, like, a throwaway line. Yeah, but. yeah, that's true. And then, I personally didn't like the shed stuff. Like, why, at that point, why don't you just go to the cops there? Like, you find all this stuff, the note, the doll with the miss. Like, I feel like if you go to the, get ahead of it and go to the cops there, you're in a lot better position. That's true. That's what Tyler Perry said, too. He wanted, he wanted to get ahead of the affair. Right, and they could have... That came out right away, and then the shed came out right after it. So I mean, he really didn't do well in that in that regard because he literally said that we need to get ahead of it. Yeah. yeah, obviously being nitpicky, but always flaws. Another no, one last thing in that. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a funny thing I was thinking of with like thinking of the ending of this, if this like actually happened in real life and it was like happening today, I feel like a Netflix uh, like sort of 
making of a murder they do like a tiger king (laughs) and just expose this chick for everything (laughs) that is true you would see it about (laughs) especially because how to get away with murder but (laughs) especially because it's like such a high profile case i feel like right and like people would just be go hunting for these details and they'd get an interview with ben affleck they would just like seal the case on her i think yeah but which i don't know when this movie is supposed to take place they all have like flip phones and stuff though or like i don't know it's it's based on a novel obviously so i'm not sure when the the jillian film novel came out but we can move on to uh who our favorite character is so my favorite character is uh tanner bolt which is the lawyer played by tyler perry that dude is a absolute g if i was ever uh gonna get convicted of something i would definitely (laughs) hire him um he just i mean he saves I, he basically saves Ben Affleck, saves his ass. Like, uh, he's he's so calm and collected and knows exactly. I mean, he like he says the name of the girl or of the guy that Rosamund Pike's character accuses of rape, and he like pulls it up on his phone in like ten seconds. Like, right. that's the guy. So, do you agree with that? <laughs> that is the guy. That's not who I came up with. I do love uh, that character and that performance. Um, I said Rosamund Pike. I think she's the best character. She's the most flawed. She's the most. Uh, you know, whatever, whatever it is, she's the most put into from the story. I think. Um, what, dude, I don't know what I'm trying to say. She has. She's like the most well-rounded, deepest character. Yeah, the deepest. The story's focused on her. It's her movie. It's her story. I think we know the most about her. You know, you can sort of understand her intentions. Um, sort of a crappy childhood. Her parents. Her mom. Amazing Amy. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that happened to me. I'd probably be a little. <laughs> Little, I don't know if I'd do all this, but I'd probably be a little messed up in the head. Um, Definitely traumatized. I don't know if she's my favorite character, but I do think she's the, the best character in the movie. Okay. That, that's where I like it from. So what about, I'll let you start, least favorite character. Yeah, um, I picked Roseman Pike, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> I picked her for both. It's a cop-out, okay. It's not a cop-out. I think she's the best character, but I'm terrified of her. I, I hate her guts, dude. Like, If you go... The thing is, she planned this out so meticulously... She did have a lot of time, but I mean, it's sort of presented that she was just sitting around for like three or four years, just planning out every single detail. And she absolutely nailed every single aspect of that. And something about that, it just absolutely terrifies me. I don't know what it is about her. She's a great character to watch on film, but I mean, she's definitely my least favorite. I mean, it's definitely scary because like they had a really good relationship, like they really loved each other and like that right. this the early parts of the relationship they show like they like really liked each other and even like their first anniversary they got each other the same gift it seems really genuine yeah. they were perfect for each other and then uh things just deteriorated that's what makes it even scarier <laughs> like it seemed like just a normal relationship for a couple of years and then it all just goes batshit crazy at the end. yeah she's a psycho um Who's your least my favorite? least favorite character is that dumb cop <laughs> Officer James Gilton. That dude's just so annoying. The country boy. Yeah, like he's just he's the sidekick to the to the real detective. Rhonda's kind of cool. I like her. Yeah, but cool. uh he's just annoying. Like he, he I mean he hates Ben Affleck right off the bat, which like I understand, but he just never gives him any chance. It's, it's he does not follow the innocent until proven guilty. Like he's looking for every chance to get Ben Affleck's character arrested and he was wrong so i don't know he's just kind of annoying to me yeah i think that's true he i think he's just there for the audience mostly to be like i think ben affleck did it yeah and and i think he's the typical like small town country cop i think that's how he fits into the movie well i just don't like him that's true that's fair he's all right he's not my favorite either 
Okay. He's funny in parks, but yeah. Now, this is a tough category, because I think it's probably pretty broad, but who can act? Wow. We're saying who can act in this movie specifically. Yeah, 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 in this movie specifically. I'll, I'm going to go first. I'm bouncing off what you said earlier. Tyler Perry is phenomenal in this picture. <laughs> I have never... Which is weird. It's, oh, it's very so confusing. strange. I've seen a couple of Tyler Perry movies. Uh, I think I saw one of them at Diaz, maybe, where he's like cross-dressing and... Like it's just it's a it's a dumb comedy. It's a weird cast, I think for sure. Like to pick him for oh, this yeah. role. Like I, I don't know I how think, Fincher. I mean, it's kind of a genius move, but it is. I think he's perfect for this role. I can't imagine anybody else playing this guy. Honestly, I think he fits the script perfectly, and he just kicks ass. I, I don't know what to say else, dude. I love that guy, Tyler Perry. He's goaded. I want to see him more stuff now. Has he been in anything else after this? I was. Uh, I don't think I was he has. Trying to look that up, which is ridiculous. This dude needs more roles like this, where he's a, like dramas. Yeah. yeah, like he's a charismatic. Like I just don't think he probably wants to. I mean, he's true. got his own movie studio where he's like one of the. Yeah, he makes bank for sure. Yeah, like, like he. I mean, he's in. Paul was Patrol he nominated for this? He should have been. I don't. I don't believe so. Uh, Rosen Pike was. I know, but um, that's unbelievable. I mean, he doesn't. Pl- I don't think he probably plays a large enough reward to even get a supporting. Yeah, support best supporting actor Tyler Perry, Rob, twenty fourteen. I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and say it, Rosamund Pike. Which maybe it's not that. I mean, it's kind of an obvious pick. She was nominated for an Oscar. She just won a Golden Globe for a movie that people seem to love on Netflix, but critics don't seem to like. Um, but I think she like. If I saw her in anything else, I think like I will think of this character always, and she's like. This is like she becomes this sadistic monster so perfectly to me. Um, I think she, I think she kills it. Uh, did you, do you have a contrary I, opinion I, I to do that? Have contrary. For uh, before that, I did want to mention. I said before, uh, whoever her sister was, I actually really loved her in this movie. Carrie Coon. Yeah, Carrie yeah. Coon. I thought she was great. Other than that first scene, I was going to mention. I was kind of like, is this chicken just really annoying the entire time? But I thought she was actually really good. Sort of like an emotional balance, Ben Affleck is. I don't know, he didn't he didn't show much. She was always there like definitely dude, what the heck is going on? Like yeah, and then she got dragged into the whole legal issues too. And I thought that was good. Yeah. But yeah, uh back to Rosie Pike. Um you know, going into this movie, that's the one thing I didn't know about it was Rosamund Pike was great. I saw she got nominated or whatever, but the hype around this movie I feel like is surrounded around Rosamund Pike. And I gotta tell you, dude, I was a little underwhelmed. I don't know. Half of, um, I think her, her lines, I think two hours in the movie, is just voiceover. That's all she does is voiceover. And yeah, she's like driving around in a car. Or she's, she's looking weird at Ben Affleck or, you know, she's making out with Ben Affleck. I don't know what she's doing in this first couple hours of the movies. She's just doing voiceover. I didn't think she was great. I didn't think she was bad at all. Obviously, the, it's her movie. It's around her. And I like that character. But she I, is the girl that's gone. She is gone. <laughs> she's gone a couple weeks. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought she was definitely overrated from my expectations coming in, which could just be, you know, my issue with expectations and stuff. But I thought there were people better than her in this movie, and a lot better. Um, that, that's just my opinion. Rosamund Pike. Wasn't she like a Bond girl or something? Uh, maybe. I think she I, was. I this know. was her breakout thing. Though. So now we're going to do Who Can't Act. Yeah. My I'll, go, I'll go first in this one. Uh, my worst performance... It was Neil Patrick Harris. I love the guy. I think he's great in How I Met Your Mother. I'm sure he's good in other stuff. I haven't really seen anything else. He's kind of just stale in this movie. I thought he could have matched, um, you know, sort of the psycho of Rosamund Pike, but he was kind of just this rich guy who, you know, 
lives in the middle of nowhere. He has everything. That was his character. He's rich and he has everything. He didn't really bring anything else to the performance, I thought. I thought him getting his, you know, throat sliced was a little <laughs> little unsettling and scary. But um, other than that, I didn't really thought I thought anybody could have been cast in that. I thought I could have been, you know, the guy getting his throat sliced who had money. I feel like Obviously, we've both watched How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. I feel like because in that role, he has so much personality. Like, he is oozing jokes and personality, and, like, he's such a complex and deep character um, for a comedy, obviously. He's the best character in that yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this that detracts uh, from that fact. I agree with that. I think, obviously, liking How I Met Your Mother affected how I saw him in this movie. But I thought anybody could have played him. I don't know why they're casting Neil Patrick Harris for, for that role. It seems like um, either give the character a little more edge, which I think he could have done really cool, or you know just cast somebody who doesn't cost probably a couple mil. But that's just me. Yeah, it's also true. Who, who, who do you think can't act in this movie? So the person I think that can't act in this movie is actually Ben Affleck. And uh, <laughs> I'm sure you probably disagree, but I do have a reason behind it. Oh, my God. So... I think Ben Affleck is playing himself in this movie. Yeah. He's not doing anything special. Like, I think Ben Affleck usually kind of plays himself, whether it be like Goodwill Hunting. He's kind of just like this Ophis Boston guy. Instead of just being a Boston guy, he's just some dude from Missouri in this movie. And like, <laughs> if, okay, so his character writes for a men's magazine. If Ben Affleck wasn't involved in Hollywood, that dude would be writing for a men's magazine. <laughs> um, guarantee it. Uh, he's also had a lot of like kind of public, but also like some weird marital troubles or like relationships. He's you know de- dealt with some you know affairs, addiction, some, that type some of very stuff. Public like weird relationships though. Yeah, so like I think he kind of fits this role perfectly. That's why he was cast. Yeah. Because, you know, I could see this happening to him. <laughs> you know, like, so to me, I think Ben Affleck's great. Um, he, he can direct, he can act um, right. in some, like, he's, in, he's good in movies. And I think he's very good in this. You don't think he's acting in this movie? I think he's just kind of being himself, like, <laughs> just kind of a dummy. <laughs> a little bit of an idiot, like, doesn't really know what's going on. Yeah, he's always a step behind this movie, which, I mean, makes sense, but. I, I, you do make some good points. He's there. deadpanning. He's just kind of like, what is happening? He is himself in this movie. Yeah. Which I, I think that's fine for this movie. But I mean, like, other performances where actors can draw off their real life like experiences, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Like, uh, the obvious one is Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man. Right, uh, yeah. But I mean, obviously, I don't think he's, you know, had to put a ton of, like, uh, like, method acting going into this he, he, you're right he's just playing himself i don't think he's bad in this movie whatsoever no he's not he bad is kind of dumb um <laughs> i'll give you that but you do make good points i did not see that coming uh you saying ben affleck but yeah, yeah that was a bit of a curveball i'll let you say that i like that all right now the greatest category of all time cody versus So just to break this down real quick, we're going to throw Cody into the lead role of this movie. He's going to become Ben Affleck's character. Would he uh, survive if Rosamund Pike was trying to frame him for murder? What do you, what do you would, think, Cody? Would I win the movie? Would you win the movie? Does Ben Affleck win the movie? Not really. No, but he definitely could you, could you Could you win? Yeah, uh, side note, as this show goes on, it gets dumber. So we're, we're going into the more absurd categories where, we, yeah, I am thrown into the movie. Could I take... The villain basically won't be one. Um, 
yeah, what I wrote down for this, no chance in hell. This chick, <laughs> this chick's insane. I'd have absolutely no chance. Are you kidding me? She plotted and plotted for like four or five years just to take down this guy. What, what did he do to her? He was just a bad husband. He had an affair. Yeah, he had an affair. Okay. that That's pretty bad. I'll give you that. But <laughs> it's a bit extreme With like to a frame, frame your husband for murder of you and the extreme detail she goes through and the twists and turns that she, she adds to the case. Like, it's like this was made for a movie or something. But, I mean, the shed. That's a huge twist that he's already confessed to the police that he has no idea, like, where all this crap is. And now she's hiding away in his sister's shed. Yeah. Like, you can't explain that. You literally well, you can't don't explain golf? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think he does golf, but yeah, those are nice clubs. Um, but yeah, I, I would say I have no chance in hell against this girl. What do you think? Um, I agree. I mean, I think you would just leave her at the end of the movie, unlike Ben Affleck does. That's true. I'd run away. I wouldn't even care, dude. I'd literally get but in my car and like go to Canada or something. I don't think you make it that far. <laughs> you, it, maybe if you get hooked up with uh, Tyler Perry. <laughs> I don't think I have the money to pay for Tyler Perry. Yeah, that $100,000 retainer is a little interesting. That's how I got for Do you think I'm getting killed? Or do you think, do you think, do you think uh, I'm going to court? Which will, you probably think I'm getting killed. Yeah, probably. Uh, that's fair. So uh, next is... Uh, we both love... Uh, we like to play some Fortnite. Oh, yeah. um, we know it's dead, but it's it doesn't dead. stop us. So uh, we're going to pick something from the movie, whether it be a character... Or a motion done um, that we would add to Fortnite. It's the guy from Fortnite. So either as an emo or as a skin, <laughs> yeah. or maybe even a place you could pick. Right. Anything. If, um, if you're not familiar with Fortnite, um, these might sound really dumb. That's because they are really dumb. Um, but yeah. So they did like, for example, uh, if you don't know Fortnite, they did like an alien skin, and it's like right. alien. Or they did. Uh, they did the renegade dance. <laughs> they did the renegade <laughs> dance, or they did. Characters from Marvel, different stuff like that. Sure. So if there was going to be a Gone Girl Fortnite crossover in season uh, let's, whatever, let's six, do years first, yeah. Well, I got you know, I got a nice one and a, kind of a sweet one and then a, a funny one. <laughs> so okay. the first one, I, you know, the chin thing. I think that's a sweet moment. Uh, <laughs> just have your character do this. I think that's uh, also funny in the movie because she's talking about his chin and then that chin becomes Batman. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of an interesting uh Call forward, which was actually happening as this movie was being released. He got right. cast, but um, his chin does look weird. The chin thing when he's he's like no yeah. bullshit or whatever. Um, yeah, but he does that at the end too. And but he's he is bullshitting. Yeah, I like so I liked was, when he did it on the interview. I thought that was a good. Yeah, touch. that was good. The the other thing I would say is Rosamund Pike with the the wine on her dress <laughs> screaming up to the sky when she's trying to frame Neil Patrick Harris's character <laughs> like when she slides into the frame of the yeah, camera yeah. and she's like yelling and <laughs> I think that would you be pretty that's, emo? <laughs> <laughs> that's dark I think that'd be a great emo All right, I got a couple things here I said um the club that she framed him for could be a pickaxe. You know, oh, that's a, a good burn one. club with some blood on the it. The creepy uh, dolls. I picked so I thought it would be good character skins. I said uh, the trashy hillbilly guy and girl. They would be good skins, and then they could have an emote where they rob you on a golf course. Um, <laughs> so I thought that'd be cool. The emote is your your character's playing golf, and then you know the trashy girl and guy come up. You know, rough you up a little bit, steal the money out of your crotch, and then run away. I thought that, that sounds in depth. That'd be a good addition to the game. I thought. <laughs> this uh, is why yeah. Epic Games won't hire us. <laughs> yeah, Epic Games. This is our pitch, though. If you're seeing this, I mean, 
I, I'm ready for a job offer, you know? Offer me as little or as high as you want. We'll come up with with uh, ideas. Yeah. Big idea, guys, over here. All right. Was that, was that <laughs> everything? Yeah, I think so. All right. So now uh, I had trouble with this category, but we're going to replace either the director or we're going to replace any actor with an actor of our choosing. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. Let's hear yours. Uh, see, we like him a lot, That's a but what if? What if we took Tyler Perry mm-hmm. and replaced him with Idris Elba? Why? Why would you take Tyler Perry out of the Because movie? I think Tyler Perry's great, but there's still a part of me that's like, this dude is goofy as hell. <laughs> yeah. And like, he just seems out of place, kind of. Um, it takes a little bit away from the believability. And I think Idris Elba what? could kill that. Uh, he played a lawyer in Molly's Game, a pretty good one. I think, okay. I think he could... Uh, I think you could rock it. I, I would trust Idris Elba with my life as well, more than Tyler. Perry. I, I probably would too, but I couldn't agree, disagree with what you're saying. Or Tyler Perry is the best thing about this movie, and you I want to swap him out? You want to swap him out? I, this is the I performance of his life. And I had, took him out of this I movie. did have trouble with this. Uh, yeah, terrible pick. Terrible pick. I had trouble picking for this one. I right. come up with one. Yeah, no, I think um, I'd just take out my worst performance. I think I'd take out uh, Barney Stinson himself. Uh, let's throw in Jared Little. He's, oh, a, he's a he's a known psychopath. He'll do anything. I think this he'll m- he'll send Roseman Pike his dirty condoms, and that scene between them would be great. Him getting his throat slit, I I kind of would like to see that I too. It, it, it's definitely believable, but I I think we're into like it's a, he, he's always in a different movie. Like he's he true. thinks he's in a different movie all the time, which is all would be perfect because uh, Neil Patrick Harris is barely in this. It, it'd be like in Interstellar when they go find Matt Damon. <laughs> It'd be that level of like, what is this guy doing in this movie? This is out of nowhere, and I love it. That, that's the only good part what? of the by the way. Okay, but so yeah. Jared Leto now with the long hair, or Jared Leto circa 2014 short hair? Whatever way you like him, baby. Jared, just, I just want a crazy Jared Leto. I don't care what kind. He can All wear right. a wig, he can not wear a wig. Fair enough. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, I, think, I, think my, yeah he's, I think my pick's better than yours. You took no, Tyler Perry out of the movie, boy. I, I know. You can't I, be talking crap about my picks. All right. So now I'm just going to share some trivia. Um, we did take this. This is the IMDb trivia page yeah. info. Naked grandma. Naked, huh? Disclaimer, who knows how true some of these things are. Anybody yeah. can edit IMDb, but I'm just going to bounce a couple ideas off you, see what you think about, see if you noticed them. Mm-hmm. So first one, this is actually, as they were filming this movie, Ben Affleck was preparing for Batman v Superman. Yeah. Um, so if you notice throughout the movie, his weight actually kind of fluctuates a lot. So sometimes he looks kind of average. Sometimes he looks super muscular. Um, did you notice that at all, or what do you think? No, I didn't notice that. Yeah, I think I noticed that in Justice League. Um, his weight differs a lot more than that. Well, because I think they did like the reshoots and everything for that movie too. So. Right. Yeah, I, I didn't notice. That. I mean, you gotta be but that training make, hard. You gotta for, be jacked to be Batman. So yeah. that makes sense. But yeah. The the bar um, in the movie is actually a real restaurant in uh, Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Would you would you go to the bar? Did they actually shoot this in Missouri? Yeah. Oh no. Um, yeah, good old bar. I think it's a dumb name. Uh, the bar. It's very but, hipster. Yeah, that's cool. They probably got some good um, you know promotion from this. Good PR. True. True. So good for them. Might check it out if I'm in Missouri. All right, and then the final one. Uh, so originally, yeah. Um, that scene where he wears the Mets, the Mets hat, hat. Yeah, that's and he's in the airport. It was supposed to be a Yankees hat, 
Right. He's he's from New York, right? Supposed to be Yankees hat. Well, in real life, he's from Boston. But he's from Boston, yes. and he refused. He shut down production for four days. <laughs> um, he would not do it. Um, David Fincher just really wanted it to be a Yankees hat, and finally they compromised. Okay, you'll wear a wet uh, Mets hat. And um, apparently, he said, "David, I love you. I would do anything for you, but I will not wear a Yankees hat." <laughs> that is funny, and that is exactly what I was talking about. And I thought of that during the movie because I heard I had heard that from somewhere else. But why not just wear a Cardinals hat? He's from St. Louis originally in the movie, right? Yeah, he's, he's from Missouri. Well, no, well, not, not St. Louis. St. Louis. He's from he's Missouri. He's from Missouri. So you know, in theory, he'd be a Cardinals fan, right? Right. He grew up in Missouri. <laughs> so, so why not be like? And he was wearing a Cardinal shirt at the end of the movie when Rosen Pike comes home. I think he's, he's just trying to fit shirt. in in New York, like kind of stay local. That's forever. fair, but I mean, if they were having that big of an issue about it, where he's shutting down production that would also make sense. for multiple yeah. days, why not just be like, oh, he's also from St. Louis? Fincher, though, Missouri. he needs the everything to be perfect for his vision. I guess. I guess so. He he asks a lot of. It I did like this. the Mets hat though; it was, it was a sick hat. Yeah. All right, that's the end of the trivia section. So uh, finally, last segment. Last uh, segment. We're gonna both give it a rating, um, and then I figured we could also end with maybe a recommendation of something you've been watching recently. Okay. Uh, so we'll start. Last segment. We're gonna do a quick rating of the movie. We're doing our rating out of sixty-nine for no particular reason. <laughs> um, you're gonna look at me and you're gonna tell me that I'm wrong. Am I wrong? Is my favorite. Good number. I'll so go first. What, are you, what are you gonna give this movie? Uh, my official rating for this movie is a sixty out of sixty-nine. Um, I think that's a pretty good rating. It's probably like a B plus or something, somewhere in that range. Uh, but yeah, sixty out of sixty nine. Like I said, I love the first hour. The reveal at the hour mark that you know Rosen Fike set him up for this. I love that. I hate the ending. I probably could have gone lower, honestly, but I think the first hour and a half is just too good to not give it at least a sixty. Um, like I said, Tyler Perry goaded in this movie. I I really do want to see him more stuff. I'm being honest. Uh, Rosen Pike was good. I thought Ben Affleck was good. I just really like the story. The whole murder mystery thing, I think, is a bit of a lost art in Hollywood. Um, like I said, this and Knives Out, I think, are you know the shining archetype of how to make a murder mystery like in today's culture. And I really do like those types of movies. Have you ever seen um, the original Clue? The Clue yeah, movie? Yeah. I love that movie. We need more movies like that. Um, I think the mystery is sort of a lost art in film. It's obviously great in books. I think mystery books are like some of the highest grossing uh, genres in the world. Um, I think we need more movies like this. Uh, yeah. David Fincher, obviously a master behind the camera. I mean, I think I think Fincher kind of specializes a little bit in the in the mystery. I mean, he did Zodiac. Yeah, Fight Club you could see is a bit of a mystery. Um, it's just got a twist seven. Seven's a mystery. Seven's a mystery. Yeah, um, it is sort of his speciality. I think Girls with Dragon Tattoo is also a mystery movie. I, I I haven't seen it either, but I think that's Fincher likes to do that a little bit, um, and he does it well for sure. I think I would have gave it a fifty-eight or fifty-nine, but Tyler Perry, I just love that dude Bumps too much. It's not put it in the sixties. Yeah, I'm gonna go a little conservative. This is our first movie, so I don't yeah. wanna I wanna leave a little room. I'm go gonna on. give it a fifty-five. Um, so actually, I, I give it a four out of five stars on Letterbox. Um, wow. I think this movie has. I think this movie is actually a really good movie to rewatch um, because. The first time you watch it, you're like, you have no idea what's happening. Mm-hmm. I think it's cooler from the beginning to know what's going to happen, see the way things are set up a little bit. Um, so I think one of one of the things I really judge a movie on is like, would I watch it again? Yeah. Obviously, I've seen this movie a couple times, um, and I think it's it's a it's a good movie to watch again, and it's a great movie to show other people and then be able to talk about. So 
Um, yeah, I'm going to go 55. 55 is a little low. I am surprised considering this was, I thought it was one of your, you know, more, more beloved movies. I do, I do like this movie a lot. I don't know. It's definitely not my favorite Fincher movie. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I think. What, what do you think is, why, why did you do that score? Though? What, what's your flaws with it? You think? Why, like, just generally? I mean, I think I agree with you. I think the second hour is definitely weaker. Um, I think uh, just kind of her plan in general kind of falls apart in the second half, and uh, killing Neil Patrick Harris is an interesting move. And yeah, Somehow we missed that. That was freaking insane, dude. That is, yeah, we didn't really talk about that. I don't uh, want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a little much, maybe. It scarred me for life, dude. Yeah, uh, well, I don't know. I think that's, I think that is a very good rating. Um, I think fifty five out of sixty. I think fifty five is pretty good. <laughs> I don't know what the percentage is on that. I don't know what grade it's it gotta be like a C. I mean, I, I do like this movie, but I'm just trying to leave some room for okay. other scores in the future. That's fair. All right, so uh, maybe uh, what's a movie you've watched recently? The last good thing you watched that you would recommend to the people? Um, I've been rewatching the start of Marvel movies. Uh, I went back and watched Iron Man 1. I haven't seen that in a long time. It's actually really good. Then I watched Iron Man 2, and that's complete dog shit. Um, but the first Iron Man, I actually forgot how good it was. So I'd say, if you haven't seen that for a while, go watch that. I'm also watching uh, the aforementioned How About Your Mother. Uh, first three seasons of that show, pretty dang good. I think I might stop at, like halfway through because it gets kind of weird. But uh, yeah, those two things I'm watching. Yeah, um... I've been watching the X-Men movies recently. Um, those are really up and down. There's some really good ones, and there's some very poor movies. Oh, yeah. Um, I think First Class is my favorite, um, but I do like Days of Future Past as well. Good. And X2, I think, is also really solid. But Those are, I think, um, not I just skipped, I skipped The Last Stand. I didn't even watch that because oh, really? <laughs> I didn't see the point. So I'd say uh, the X-Men movies. <laughs> I'm the juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I did watch life. that. Um, yeah, I think that's good. So uh, if you took the time and made it this far, thanks for watching. Yeah, if you made it this far, congrats on that. Um, We are looking for guests in the future, so uh, if you're one of our friends or if you're a person that we don't know. If you just like, you know, some obscure movie or, you know, a popular movie, come talk about it on our show. We'd love love to, you know, roast you on it. Yeah, yeah. I think the plan is next week we're going to do a movie you choose. Yes, I'm going to be choosing the movie. Don't know what that is yet. No. But, um, and then after that we're going to try and have our first guest and uh, talk about their movie, so... Absolutely. All right. Thanks for uh, listening. Thanks for watching. And uh, share with your friends. See you.